0: And now it's my mission in life to help you get to the other side of this process with your sanity and your heart intact. Hey everyone. Guess what? This is a really fun episode. This is not like sad and miserable and your life is having to change drastically. This is like exciting. And what do we get to do with all of our newfound freedom and identity and all of that? <laughs> so today I have with me Jenny Eversoll, and she's the founder of stylespace.com, which is an online professional styling service to elevate your style with expert stylists. I love Jenny and I love Style Space. She, Jenny, so Jenny ran a couture fashion label for nearly a decade. And then she started to realize and learn how personal style impacts every area of life from one's confidence, productivity, happiness, and overall success. And so she founded Style Space for anyone and any body to look, feel, and be their best through personal style. Jenny is also a divorce survivor, and she is nine years, very happily remarried, with three kids. So she has been there. She's done that. She's one of us. And today we're really talking about reinventing ourselves on the other side of divorce and finding your identity through style. I'm going on this journey with you guys because I think it's really cool and because I struggle with this so much in my life. um, I also did recently have a consultation with the hair woman over at Style Space. Um, It's a cut color and style consultation. Oh my gosh. I had the greatest time in this consultation, um, and really learned a lot about my hair and I'm going to have to break up with my stylist. Um, so that's upsetting, but stay tuned (laughs) because I will, I think actually probably if you guys are listening to this on the day it's released, I am getting my hair done. And so maybe I'll post some uh, photos on Instagram on Friday. So you can see what a little style space can do for you. Anyway, I'm super excited to bring you something fun and juicy and exciting to dig into this week. So without further ado, please welcome Jenny Eversoll. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me and coming on to talk about style
1: restyling ourselves and all the all the fun things, yeah? Thanks, Kate. It's such an honor to be on your podcast, and I just love all the impact that you have in people's lives going through these very difficult conversations, and I'm so glad and honored to be here. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it.
0: This is a conversation we have not yet had on the podcast. I think when we get out of these relationships, right, when we're kind of on the other side... We kind of want to reinvent ourselves a little bit. But once we, when things have been so emotionally taxing and challenging, how do you feel like style or just getting dressed is a, is, can be sort of a catalyst for healing, for growth, for change, all of the things? Like, why is this an important topic at this juncture for people?
1: From personal experience, going through a divorce is the biggest life changing shift you can ever go through in your life. And it requires a lot of evalu- evaluation and thought about who you are again. I So just per- personally, after being married for seven years and going through a divorce myself, I felt like 50% of myself was gone and I had to refine and rediscover this side of myself. And it was really agonizing. And one of the darkest times of my life, you know, just going through this phase. However, just getting up and getting dressed, doing my hair, doing my makeup, doing my skincare routine, that was just enough to help me get going again. It it was truly the thing that helped me feel like myself again. I knew that if I can just, hey, Jenny, if you just get up, just get dressed, that's all you needed to do. I knew I could have 10 times better of a day if I just took care of myself first. And so that's one of the, biggest ways that you can give yourself self-care and everybody has to get up. Everybody has to get dressed. So you might as well put in a little bit of effort and thought into making the most impactful style for yourself and representing yourself to other people. It's almost like
0: step one in self-care, right? As we're going through this process and we feel, you know, maybe we feel like shit. Maybe we feel like our self-esteem has taken (laughs) such an enormous hit. You know, I know when I got divorced, I'd been told that I was unattractive in overt or covert ways for you know ten years. So I really was having, you know, it was a, definitely a self esteem crisis. And so, just sort of the act, I think, of, of of getting dressed in a way that makes you feel good about yourself each day, because it's really easy to want to just spend the day in sweats and pajamas and greasy hair and top knot and all those things, right? But this is sort of like. Self-care 101, right?
1: Mm-hmm,
0: Dress, do your makeup, take care of yourself. I mean, did you find that when you when you got divorced? Were you were you already in this business when you got divorced? Were you already a style no. professional?
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't. So oh. it actually was one of the catalysts for me becoming a professional fashion designer. And I started my own fashion label. I did something completely different before I was in public what? relations and marketing. And basically I knew that if this could have such a profound impact on me, like what I put on my body, how I represented Mm -hmm. myself to others, I knew it could make an impact on other people. And so Mm -hmm. that year that I got divorced, I also started a fashion label and yeah, it was a life-changing experience. Like that, the first year, it was the hardest year of my life, like having to redefine who I was, having to find myself again pulling myself, like you said, I don't know who told you that, Kate, but they are crazy. You are gorgeous, by the way. We're on this video (laughs) camera and you're so gorgeous. Whoever (laughs) told you that is crazy. I am so sorry. They are crazy. Thank you. (laughs) You're most welcome. (laughs) But but yes, like when you feel after a divorce, you feel like absolute crap. And I also did too, but I knew just the simple steps of like taking care of myself step-by-step, day-by-day, it made such an impact in my life. My fashion design company is what I started the year of my divorce, but after a decade of running my fashion label, I started a company called Style Space, and that's the company that I run now. And we offer online styling in hair, clothing, makeup, and skincare. And so we help people define what their style is. But I'm going to share... Different ways that you can do this on your own here on this Mm. podcast. Just how you find that defining, grounding style, that style Mm. identity. So, like what I mentioned before, like when you wake up every single day, when you open your closet, you say, "Like, who am I? What am I going to do today? And like, how do I want to feel? How do how do I want to represent myself to others?" And Mm -hmm. this ultimately helps you create that style blueprint. So that helps you intentionally. Buy intentionally, edit your closet, and so that you're scrolling through Instagram, you're not going to be caught on that impulse buy. Like, that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> I don't know what you're
0: talking about, Jenny.
1: <laughs> Listen,
0: I. The amount of shit that is in my closet that came from some impulse buy on Instagram that I never wear. I mean, I never ever wear. It's awful. It's awful, right? And so, I think what you're talking about is like, getting grounded in your own, your own style identity. I think is sort of how you put it. Right. And like, how do you know what that is? Like, I don't know. I just like my number one desire every day for my clothes is that I'm comfortable. Like I don't like hard things. I don't like hard pants. I don't like bras. I don't Right? like, And then, so then I end up looking like a schlub most. <laughs> like if you saw me right now, but I also then like kind of don't feel great about myself. Right. I kind of
1: don't feel cute and sexy. So how do you these things? Yeah. Well, comfortable is, it can be one of your style identity words. Mm-hmm. So you're not alone, by the way, Kate, the majority of Americans and North Americans, they only wear... 20% of their closet, 80% of the time, the 80, 20 rule applies to style as well. And there are reasons for this. There's so many reasons. So whether it's that impulse buy, whether you just have things in your closet that don't fit you, they don't represent who you are, your lifestyle, your goals. Mm-hmm. That's why you're opening your closet and you're saying, I have all these clothes and I have nothing to wear. So many clothes, familiar? Jenny, so, yeah. many clothes, so many
0: clothes. And then every day I'm like, ugh sweatpants and t-shirt it is.
1: (laughs) I know because it's super easy and we want to help take away that decision fatigue by flipping that statistic so that you're wearing 80% of your closet. This is how we do it. So first of all, before you start buying anything saying, okay, this is what my style is. I'm going to go buy... Stop. We're gonna walk you through an exercise on how to do that. So first, before you go shopping, before you do anything, you need to identify what your three to four style words are. So for example, I'll just list off a couple adjectives to define what your style could be. And you can only choose three to four words. And there's more words you can think of that I'm not going to share, but you can think of them on your own. So I'll just list off a couple. So artsy, bold, chic, elegant, vintage. Funky, sexy, minimal, cool, eclectic, natural, playful, polished, original, sporty, classic. Did I say comfortable yet? <laughs> comfortable.
0: No, I was waiting for it. That's <laughs> yours. That's yours. <laughs> That's mine.
1: Boho, Western, tomboy, glamorous, casual, effortless. So mm-hmm. of those that I listed, are any of them yours? Be f- side oh, we're doing this. Yeah. So comfortable. Yes. <laughs>
0: Um, I like effortless. I okay. like sexy. I like, I think chic, although that I think that might mean different things to different people. Like I'm not like here for like
1: sh- the Chanel sh- suits or anything. It's whatever you want it to be.
0: Yeah. I think more eclectic
1: maybe. Yeah. Okay. So one of the rules for this is that you don't want things, you don't want to choose more than three to four style words. Cause if mm-hmm. you have I want to be Western one day. I want to be boho another day. You're just yeah. going to be confused, and your closet is sure. going to be like what most people's closet are. You know, you right. can admire other people's styles and not make them your own. You can just say, "That's great from distance," and I am only these words. So, another thing you want to avoid is having things that are too similar. So, for example comfortable and effortless they might be a bit too similar. So I yeah. and it and then your style is not dynamic. So you want to do three words that are more dynamic and so I would choose maybe effortless, sexy and eclectic and chic. Okay. In different days you can lean more into one of your style words or the other. So let's just say we've got your four style words. So we've got mm-hmm. effortless, sexy, chic and eclectic. What do we do now? So We want to build an aspirational mood board. Mm. Yes. So you can go through magazines, but what I prefer to do is to go to Pinterest. So you would type in effortless, sexy, chic, eclectic style women. Type that into search. Uh And then you can pull up hundreds of images and start pinning them. Put Kate's aspirational mood board and make a pin board. And Pin hundreds or more (laughs) pictures and then try to notice what things have in common. Try to find the commonalities and then start editing down that mood board. So maybe Mm -hmm. pin 200 things and then pin it and then really narrow it down to 20 items, 20 20 to 50 items. So that will then be your aspirational mood board. You might want to choose things based off of color or maybe a certain silhouette is interesting to you. So Mm -hmm, basically mm -hmm. that's going to create this aspirational mood board. You can then take 20 of those images, print them out and put Kate's aspirational mood board, put it on your closet, your closet door, put it on your bedroom Uh wall next to your closet, whatever it is that basically reminds you of what you are aiming for. Because basically, you that saying like, fake it till you make it, that there is something to that. This could be part of stepping into this new identity, this transformation that is inclusive in what you are trying to achieve in life. So basically, take that mood board and those three to four style words, and that is going to be your guide for next editing your closet. So you've got Mm -hmm. all that stuff in your closet, that's stuff that is basically... Frustrating and it's overwhelming and it doesn't belong. You want to only have things in your closet that represent your style, those style words that I mentioned, but mm-hmm. also things that you love that fit you well, no wear or tear on your clothing. Basically, only keep things in there that earn their place in your closet. So, what if you, like me,
0: and you say style is for everyone and everybody, right? I have a body that is very difficult to fit, Mm -hmm. like very. I've had stylists be like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) And then like get in there in the dressing rooms and being like, huh. (laughs) 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 So how do you like so like I get stuck with this and I don't know if this is like because I don't have that sort of. Tall, long, lean, right. I'm very curvy. I'm curvy in the right places. I'm curvy in like some not quote right places, right? That make things like I have an hourglass figure, but I also, you know, I'm postmenopausal and have have a belly, right? So the things that might be form fitting from the front, (laughs) perhaps from the side, maybe not such a good idea, (laughs) right? So how do you balance all of this with your body, especially if you have a body that's just not what you see in the magazines all the time.
1: Okay. So I'm going to just bust that myth right there. <laughs> what you see in the magazine is not, is, that, is it's not real. <laughs> it's, yeah. Right. And style is for everyone and every body, every body type. And every body is gorgeous and it's worth being celebrated. And ultimately, you get to decide where the focal point is going to be on your outfits. And you can use colors, patterns, textures, whatever... Mm visual element that attracts your eye in you can use that to your advantage so for example if you want today to be the focal point your waistline because you're an hourglass as you mentioned then bring those design elements and tuck in your waist with a belt or use more bright colors on the top so the focal point is going towards the top and darker colors on the bottom so that's one Mm -hmm. of the design tricks
0: um, okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll say more about it. <laughs> okay. okay. And now a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Premise Bank. If you've listened to recent episodes, then you've heard me talk about how important it is to establish a new checking account separate from your spouse. And you've also heard me talk about Premise Bank and all the wonderful resources they've put together for people going through a separation or divorce. Well, there's another fee-free account that they have that gives you more earning potential than most banks' high-yield savings accounts. That's right. Premise Premium Checking comes with one of the nation's highest rates, currently a 5.07 annual percentage yield and all it takes is a dollar to open. So let me say that again, 5.07%. Just like Primus Perks, every Primus premium account comes with free ATM use nationwide, no overdraft fees, it has early paycheck deposit, plus there is no account maximum, and they'll never cap your interest earnings. Whether you've heard of Primus before, or the name is new to you, you should take a look. They are not like your typical online bank. They're a member FDIC, and they have real 24-7 customer service. Plus, the extra work they're doing for their customers, like what they've put together for people who are going through a divorce, is anything but typical. Head on over to premisebank.com dot com slash dsg to view more details on premise premium checking and also their other divorce resources like guides blogs and so much more so that is premise p-r-i-m-i-s dot com slash dsg to take advantage for more resources and to start opening an account today it really only takes a few minutes and now back to our show Okay, so we are back and we are going to. Okay, you have more to say about like people who have maybe body issues and they're
1: trying to style themselves, like, say, me. (laughs) Yeah, so I would just try to understand what your body type is. We actually do like body type analysis that we offer one on one with a Mm. stylist so they can go through like, what is your body type? We also have. A blog on our site that also tells you like what your body type is so right for example if you're an hourglass you want to accentuate the waistline to create more like you really want to celebrate those curves and also let go of these preconceived notions or ideas that there is a perfect body type let that go everybody on this podcast <laughs> I want you to let this go and also you get you are fully in control of what the eye is drawn to so if you want hmm mm-hmm if you want your bus to be on um, yeah. the focal point for the day, then wear brighter colors on the top, wear your patterns right. and your bold things up on top. Or if you want to show off your legs, then wear bright colors on the bottom, darker colors on the top. I don't like showing off my legs either. <laughs> I'm <Like, Yeah. laughs> I, I a, a true pair. I, I definitely celebrate the upper half and put the focal point right. there. But everybody, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but everyone's got something But that I like they the idea that
0: yeah. There's something to accentuate, right? Yes, absolutely. And
1: yes. Yes. And, and okay. Everybody, and truly, everybody in this world, I've not heard of one person I've styled and designed for thousands of people, and I've never once heard anyone say, "I love every single part of my body." This is just fashion models. Fashion models, I've actually experienced the most insecurities. Well, I'm sure they're the worst, they're, of course. T- yeah. yeah. When I know, I'm like, I you know. have, "Wow!" Like I would be so happy with your legs. Fantastic. But I'm just saying you can use design elements to draw the eye in or to detract the eye. So if you don't want the focal point to be on certain parts of your body, wear darker colors there. If you want the focal point, where wear more, volu- um, more volume in that area mm-hmm. to create more, mm-hmm. draw more attention, more balance. Okay. Interesting.
0: So this mood board, and then we're going to use that in our inner our closet
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then it's going to be are we cleaning out our closet yet or this is just like when i get dressed i'm looking at looking for these
1: elements to so we've we've discovered our style words yes uh-huh. and then we have started to create that mood board that aspirational mood board we have it pinned up on our mirror on our wall closet whatever and then we're editing the closet we're only keeping mm-hmm. the things that we love that fit us well and that represents represent who we are and our style aesthetic and donate recycle or sell anything that doesn't match that let it go this is part of our transformation process is letting go of things and making room and space for the people that we need to become and mm-hmm. that is symbolic in clothing and also every other area of our lives and Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah. No, I wanted to lean into that, right? Because (laughs) I love. It's literally. It's such a metaphor. It's such a metaphor. So can you say that one more time? Because like it was like you got to the end of it, and I was like, oh yeah, hold on a minute. So we're we're getting rid of things that don't align with who we are. One hundred percent. Yeah, and we've already done that. Hope you know. Presumably, if this is for people on the other side, right? We've already done that in our in our relationships.
1: Yeah. And it's,
0: this is the, like how
1: we represent
0: ourselves to the world now.
1: Yeah. So in order to make room for the space and the opportunities and the things and the people that we want in our life, we have to let go of certain things that no longer represent us. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's applicable in your closet. That's applicable in every other area of your life. And so like, for example, when I went through a divorce, I literally had I don't even want to say how few items I just, I had to get rid of everything because it no longer represented who I was. I just, I was becoming a completely different and new person and holding on to who I was too, but nothing fit me anymore. Not like physically, but like psychologically, nothing fit me anymore. And I had to create this new identity and I had to let go of so much in order to move forward. That was psychologically what I had to do to move forward. And not everyone may feel that they need to get rid of 80% of their closet. Maybe you do, but Uh you can also use things in your closet in different ways. You can style it in different ways. So for example, if you don't know if something actually fits in your closet, there's a challenge that we have for clients. We say, can you style this one piece Can you style it three to five different ways with three to five different pieces? Oh, wow. (laughs) Yes. That's how you know (laughs) something belongs. So for example, that button down shirt, can you wear it open with a different shirt underneath? Can you tie it in a fun way? Can you tuck it? Can you wear it open with a swimming suit underneath? Can you wear it with five different pairs of pants or a skirt or a dress? Can you wear it with five different pieces? Five different ways, and if the answer is no, then it probably is a misfit in your closet, and it does not belong. Oh wow! There's exceptions, like, right? For example, right. you're not going <laughs> to wear your gala gown like five different ways, on five different <laughs> yeah, pieces, right? And in right. that in that c- circumstance, you want to store that piece. You want to remove it because everything in your closet is for you here and now in your present life. So if it's a different season, but in a way. Pack it away, store it. I'm, I'm, you're in California. I know you guys have the same season, four seasons. But
0: yeah, we. Have, I mean, we have some bare variations. Oh, My mom still does for like winter clothes, summer clothes. I'm like, okay. really? What? What are you
1: doing, mom? <laughs> <laughs> So there will be listeners on your podcast that have four seasons. Yes,
0: many of them have four seasons. <laughs> I I I vaguely do. But yes, no, it's <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. I remember because I grew up in New York and there we had these big trunks and we would put them in the back of the closet and we would pull them out as the seasons changed. And then it was kind of fun, though, because it's like you're going shopping again. Like every time you're yes. switching out your wardrobe, you're like, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, this is so cute. Oh, <laughs> man. Or oh, shit. I, this isn't anymore i don't want to wear this anymore it's kind of a great opportunity to do that
1: let me stress too tailors are your best friends yeah find a really good tailor in your town because man they can make a dress from target look like fashion label designer made it because it's because yeah. the mo- if it's a mass-produced item they're making it for thousands of bodies or more and so they're trying to make it basically fits no one correctly <laughs> cuz right they're trying to right. fit all these different body types so if you take that one you can size up and then mm-hmm. you can bring it into a tailor and they can put it perfectly at the waistline or they can you can actually ask them to give you a different neckline so for example v necks mm-hmm. look better on some people or scoop necks look better on others you can actually ask them to change your neckline you can ask them to take off parts of your hemline of a dress, for example, and add sleeves. If you want to have more coverage, hmm. you can even have them make a shawl out of your hemline. There's so many fun things that you can do with a tailor. Like they are your personal designer. Wow. So you really need a really good one. Well, there are so many good ones though. That's the thing. Uh-huh. Just, yeah, oh, There's yeah. so many good ones, but people just think it, I have to buy it perfectly fit to my body in order to buy this piece. And Mm. either they don't buy the piece that could work for them, or they're not wearing certain pieces in their closet because it just doesn't fit them just the right way. Maybe it's too boxy. Take it to a tailor, see what they can do. Cause they, they fit things to people all day long. They know how it's going to look really beautifully on your body. Amazing. Amazing. Also, if your body has fluctuated, which everyone's does, everybody's body will change and they can bring things in and they can bring things out. Like I gained some mm. weight and yeah. I brought in this gorgeous dress that I just could not do without in my life. And he totally brought out two inches on this on each side. I don't know how he found that. No, I say, I
0: don't even find it. I know, yeah.
1: right? They're wow. magicians. Take things yeah. into tailors. They they can do wonders. That's incredible.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just feel like style is such a, I mean, it really does change. I think back to when I was married and a new mom, I will look back at some pictures and be like, what on earth was I thinking? I was just dressing like a mom, right? I was like a quintessential mom, right? Like, I mean, and things that, Oh, anyway, I, I, I found some pictures recently and I was like, what? And then I remember when I got to, but that was the way I felt in my marriage. I felt like nothing but a mom. I didn't feel, you know, sexy or attractive or any of the things because of, you know, the like, you know, who I was and what I was in my marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and how I was treated in my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting out and starting to, Feel like the world was responding to me a little bit differently. And so I was starting to feel a little better about myself and starting to dress a little bit more, a little sexier. And I remember having um, friends who, like male friends who had been, you know, known me in my marriage who were like, oh, wait a minute, you're really, <laughs> hold on a minute. Like, I thought you were like this mom, like, but you're actually like, Hot, you're actually sexy. <laughs> like, what happened? And it really yeah. was like I felt so much different about myself. And I felt great about myself. And you know, I was getting this sort of it, it was like almost like it was happening at the same time. Like I was starting to get a little bit reinforcement. And so then yeah. I was leaning into that. And then I got more reinforcement, right? It was a really fun time because I was starting to lean more into that. And then I would start wearing like you know i had these like you know leather leggings and you know sexy tops and stuff that i could really pull
1: off 15 yeah. years ago um,
0: and you know and i just it really did i i it changed how i felt about myself and really leaning into my yeah my sexiness my yeah. like who i really really authentically was as a human that was really not celebrated in my marriage at all
1: well it just sounds to me like it was one dimensional, like your style yes, reflects, really your style reflects yeah. who you are in life. It truly does. You are your style. Your style is you. And you were basically showing up without one style word, mom. Yeah. mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> mom. Right. Yes. When you were so much more, you're, you were so much more than that. You were sexy, you were adventurous and fun. And that also is part of, creating more dimension to your life and your style. And I love too, that as you started to feel that way and show up, people also saw you for those things too.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It it goes both ways. Like people reinforce that message and you also give that out. You know, that's why when you're going out into the world, you're first sending the message to yourself, Mm -hmm. doing that Mm -hmm. self-care, that act And then going out into the world and saying, this is who I am. And other people are saying, yep, that checks. You are that person. I see that people are making these judgments about you, whether we like it or not, within seconds of seeing you for the first time. And that can be daunting. Like there are statistics that say that people will make these judgments about you. But instead of letting it be a daunting, like crippling thing, it actually should be used as a toolbox. Like this is something that I have in my power. I have the power to represent myself in any way that I want through style.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. We're going to take one more quick break. And then I want to talk about body shapes and styles and how to style body, different body shapes. And we're back. Obviously there are lots of different body types and shapes and, and each one really does need to be, or should be perhaps, I don't know what the word is for it. Um, styled a little bit differently. Can you give a little, some tips on how to
1: sort of play up your, your, your biggest assets on each Absolutely, with each body type? Okay. So there's five different body type classifications, and these are just guidelines. I want to stress that there are guidelines and rules in there meant to be understood and broken to your liking. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So basically it all has to do with how your body parts relate to one another, the measurements of your body type, how they relate to one another. So some people carry okay. more of the weight and the proportion in the top half, some carry it more on the bottom, some carry it even more proportionately, and some basically have the same up and down. There's no difference between their top, their middle and the bottom. So for example, mm-hmm. I am a pear. Pears have, just think of the pear shape. It is smaller on the top, larger on the bottom. Um, the majority of women actually are a pear shape. Basically, to create more balance and harmony with this body type, when some when you're looking at this body type, you want to create, you want to balance out the weight on top and the bottom. So more of the weights on the bottom. So for example, I wear more volume on my shoulders. I love puffy sleeves. They're really in right now. You don't have to be as in. You can also do it by just doing a neckline that draws more attention or more eye It could Mm -hmm. be a V-neck, it could be a big boat neck. So anything that draws the eye up, you can also wear more jewelry up on top or stripes, patterns, dots, texture, whatever it is that catches the eye. So a bright color, light color, that's gonna catch the eye. A dark color is gonna detract your eye away. So Mm -hmm. I wear, as you can tell from this interview, I'm wearing a bright yellow shirt. I love bright colors, I wear them on the top. Not on the bottom, typically. So unless I have a really bold pattern top to balance it out on the top. And so, for example, if you're an hourglass, you have the top and the bottom are equally proportioned. And it also is characterized as having a smaller waistline in comparison to the top and the bottom. And also, as I mentioned, this has nothing to do with your actual clothing size. You can be a size 20 you can be a size two, and you can be the same body type. Yeah, but if you're an hourglass, you want to follow the curves of the body and draw more attention to the waistline and create balance in the top and the bottom. Basically, if you're a column, columns they're straight up and down. So your your bust, your waist, and your hip measurements they're relatively the same. Basically, you want to create the illusion of a waistline and the illusion of curves. So creating mm. like playing with volume. Whether it's volume in the hip area, volume in the shoulder area, and then creating that waistline with a belt or maybe more color in that section. So, mm-hmm. those are just some of the ways to play with the different body types. So, in mm-hmm. the opposite, I don't think I mentioned the apple, but the apple is the opposite of the pear. So, mm-hmm. the weight is more on the top and you have smaller. Bottom, or it's it's Mm. bigger on the midsection. So wearing drapey garments, um, so that you're you're focusing less on the top and basically drawing more of the focal points to the arms and the legs and the bust. These are
0: all very very useful. And and you also work with not just fashion and clothes, but also like skincare. And like you really feel like these things are all sort of part and parcel of sort of coming back to yourself Absolutely. and or and or completely reinventing or redesigning who, <laughs> how you
1: see and feel about yourself and present yourself to the world how does skincare do that yeah so how does skincare well, i'll just talk about all of like the full service styling mm-hmm. concept so basically yeah the hair, like you can have a great hair day, but what if you have clothes that don't go with your great hair day or makeup (laughs) and skincare It all? I feel like the whole package has to go together. And that's why I created this platform where you can get hair, makeup, clothing, and skincare. So for example, I had a really hard time finding a really good hairstylist or just knowing what to tell my hairstylist. And so I was considered, I was classified as what we call hoppers (laughs) hoppers <laughs> where oh uh-huh hoppers. yeah you would so, yeah you would go from stylist to yes. stylist because like, you don't yeah, want to uh-huh. tell them that you didn't like the hairstyle so you go to the new hair stylist right and right. the majority of people yes. I swear it's 80 20 with that too like the majority of people are hoppers because they just can't find the right style so I worked with a hairstylist on our platform Christine is her name and she basically said based off of your face shape and the weight of your hair. I have really fine hair, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's gum stick straight. I have no volume or cur- curls, nothing. So she's like, "You need this hairstyle, or these yeah. are some different styles that are going to look amazing. You need these layers." And I can, I think, a swooping oh, would look. Yeah, we all. Everyone yeah. needs. You Christina look. Her, by the way, her.
0: By the way, yes. Uh, the, your hair is gorgeous. Oh, so there's. Well, <laughs> it's been a journey. Whatever she, whatever she said, it's working for you. So yeah, absolutely. And,
1: and she'll also tell you the hair products that you should get for your hair, because okay. half of the battle is just knowing what products. And this applies to makeup too, because we're. You also have very few products that you're actually using in your hair cabinet or your makeup bag. We're also using just maybe three Uh or four of those items. So you got to make sure those three to four items are bomb. You want to get rid of everything else. It's probably expired anyways, if you're not using it. And yes, the, the key to speed and efficiency is having the right products and the right routine. So I have a Mm -hmm. five-step makeup routine. I can do like this makeup I did for this show I did in five minutes. So wow! it basically you just have to learn the right routine and we picked up Bad ideas from our girlfriends when we were 13 or from our moms that told <laughs> From us, Vogue, from Cosmo, yes. right. 17 Magazine told me this. In the 80s, right. Yes, and I still <laughs> hold on to it. Um, so makeup trends, they improve so much. Makeup products, mm-hmm. they, like every year there are so many amazing products and that's really cool And empowering. However, what are the right ones to choose? That's the overwhelming part. So, makeup and hair and clothing stylists, they are experts in their field and they know exactly what's going to look good for your complexion. They can help you choose the right foundation, BBC cream, CC cream, all these things that I didn't even know existed. Now I do. And I love doing my makeup and hair. And I've gotten down my routine to less than 15 minutes when it would have taken me over an hour before to get the same results. So it just takes practice. And just like anything, like one of the myths people have is like, style, it's not for me. It's for them. (laughs) Not true. That's right. Yes. It's right. Yes. It's just like a muscle, like anything. No one is born with perfect style. Like some people are a little bit more creative than others and, or they Mm -hmm. care more Mm -hmm. about it than others. But If you just do a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of the work, defining what your style words are, and just maybe working with an expert stylist that can help you decide like what What? is best for you and what, what products are right for you. That is basically what can really improve your technique and help you build that muscle.
0: Well, I am all in. (laughs) Awesome! (laughs) I am excited. I'm very excited about this actually. It's been so fun. And I love having like, it's very rare that we actually get to have like a really fun conversation <laughs> on my podcast about like, you know, about fun, girly stuff. So I'm really happy that that you came on to have this conversation. So where can everybody find you and learn about their own personal style and get tips and all of the wonderful things?
1: Thanks. By the way, Kate, this has been so fun. I could talk style all day every day (laughs) Um, so you can find us at style space so we're at stylespace.com and if you want to do a five-step how to find my dream style all the things that we talked about you can download a free guide um Mm -hmm. at the top of our page it says discover your style in five steps you can download that free guide and then also on the page we have clothing hair makeup and skincare you can connect directly with a stylist you can book a session at whatever time is convenient for you and we choose really incredible stylists to be on our platform that they really know their trade so well
0: okay and this is all online so this can be for anybody anywhere
1: yes everybody anywhere that has an internet connection so yes that is everyone (laughs) anywhere and wonderful yeah
0: so stylespace.com thank you so much jenny i'm so
1: happy we got to have this talk yeah thanks for having me kate